it's not the full menu. It's a snack-sized portion of Cheftimony. Here's your host, Graham McLennan. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another short snack-sized episode of the podcast. We're getting toward the middle of the week here. We're not quite at the weekend yet, but we're getting there. So very soon, uh, in a few short moments actually, I'm going to be heading for BC Ferries and hopping on the ferry that will carry me across roughly from Vancouver, actually Horseshoe Bay on this side, to my hometown of Gibsons on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, I'm still loving Vancouver. I'm here every week. I generally work Monday to Wednesday in the city. Often I can work Thursday and Friday from Gibsons, and then I try to spend every weekend on the Sunshine Coast. Particularly in the summer, it's just a great place to be. If you haven't heard last week's full episode yet, that's episode number 18, uh, I recommend you check it out. It's got three interviews that are really fun and have some great information for the summer. Two of the interviews were recorded in the big city in Vancouver. One was with Peter Vanderip at Campagnolo Upstairs, and he's got some great thoughts on cocktails, wine, and beer. The second Vancouver interview was with my friend Chad McCarthy, and Chad is both a lawyer and a Cicerone, a beer expert, and he has some really fun thoughts on uh, the brewing process, what's been going on in craft beer over the past year, and some thoughts on what you might want to be sipping on this summer. And then the third interview took place in Gibsons, my new hometown, and that's with Rue Miller, and he's the tasting room manager at Persephone Brewing. Again, a really fun talk. We had a great walk around the farm that is part of the operation there, and then talked about beer. I'm hoping to get back to Persephone this weekend. I think we will because we've actually got friends coming in from my hometown, hometown of Thunder Bay to visit us. So I'm looking forward to that. They're going to meet up with other friends in Vancouver and then actually sail across the water and join us in Gibsons. So I think Persephone will be a great place to take them. They've got some kids, they can run around the farm, and the rest of us can have a beer. So that's coming up. And speaking of Thunder Bay, there are two places that I forgot to mention that are definitely worth a mention. And this is from the recent trip back I had over the July long weekend. So two culinary places, not surprisingly. The first is called the Sovereign Room. Sovereign Room is on the north side of town in Port Arthur. Uh, Great spot, really casual spot, but very good food, uh, very good bar program as well. I had mentioned, as I have several times in the past, Tomlin Restaurant, and Steve Simpson, the chef at Tomlin, was back in the day the chef at uh, at the Sovereign Room. He's since moved on, and with his business partner, Nancy Shaw, opened Tomlin. Anyway, we went to the Sovereign Room and just had really a quick snack and a drink there. The standout dish there was absolutely the cauliflower. Now, cauliflower can be and often sounds healthy. I'm sure this had some healthy components to it, but let me tell you, it was fried cauliflower served in a smoked gorgonzola ranch, and it was exactly as delicious as that sounds, which is to say not remotely light, but super, super tasty. Anyway, I'm looking forward to going back on my next trip back to Thunder Bay. The Sauv, the Sauv, as it's called, is a great place to get together with friends, uh, can be a great place for a full meal, but also a really fun place to go for a quick bite and a beer. So that was the first place that I had failed to mention on my recap of the Thunder Bay trip. The second is called, and this place, I love the name of it because I'm such a Vegas fan and love Caesar's Palace and all of the other properties in Vegas. This is not Caesar's Palace, this is Caesar's Place in Thunder Bay. It's on the south side of of, uh, Thunder Bay in Fort William, which is the side that I grew up on. And Caesar's is a pizza joint, basically, but they serve there a dish that I have not had anywhere else, and it is called Panzerati. So I'm just going to 
open up their website and read you the description of Panzerati. Because again, if you're in Thunder Bay, definitely go to Caesars, get a Panzerati. I don't know of anywhere else, anywhere, that you can get this dish. It's kind of like a calzone, but it's not really. So here's what they say. An original Caesars Panzerati is just that, an original. Compared to all sorts of different things, it's simply not like anything else. Our Panzerati are made from special dough that's stuffed with mozzarella cheese and ham, vegetables, or a variety of other fillings, sealed, then deliciously, and here's the key, deep fried, or baked, but why would you want to do that, and served with Caesar's famous award-winning signature marinara sauce. So there you go. That is what the Panzerati is. I went through way more than my fair share of them during the high school years. We would either go at lunches when we had the money to go out for lunch. We would either go to McKellar Confectionery, of which I've spoken many times on the show as well. Uh, we would go there for hot dogs and hamburgers, or we would go to Caesars and get Panzerati. So again, if you're in Thunder Bay, head to Caesars, get a Panzerati. This also brings to mind a culinary, it's, it's got to be a mythical culinary event, although I'm sure some people have done it, culinary event undertaking challenge that exists in Thunder Bay called the Triple Crown. So here's the Triple Crown. You go to the Hoito, which is the famous, and this really should be an episode in its own right for when I visit the Hoito properly with my digital recorder. You go to the Hoito, the Finnish restaurant that's been there for more than 100 years, and you have some Finnish pancakes for breakfast. You head to McKellar Confectionery. You have however many hamburgers, hot dogs. I'm not sure there's an official minimum for the Triple Crown. Uh, but you have hamburgers and hot dogs for lunch, and then you head to Caesars, and you have the Panzerati for dinner. That would be a serious achievement on the culinary side, and you'd probably want to go for a good run before and or after that. Anyway, wanted to cover those off. Okay, that is it for the culinary updates. Um, what else has been happening? I've been hearing from listeners, and this is wonderful. Thank you so much for writing in, for getting in touch with me. A relatively new listener, Spencer, let me know that he really enjoyed episode two of the show, and that was where I interviewed uh, Chef Josh Crane at Bouchon Restaurant in Las Vegas. Uh, Spencer also wondered whether I had considered and rejected as a name for the podcast, Testimony in Chef. What a great name. It's a great idea, but here we are. Cheftimony it is, and cheftimony it will stay. Uh, another listener, Lisa, wrote in as well to say, and this is really cool, she knows a lawyer who has, as one of his practice specialties, giving advice in the craft beer sector. So how great is that? I'm definitely going to try to get this fellow to appear as a guest on the show. Speaking of upcoming guests, I now have a date set for that interview. I'm still not going to say who it is because I still don't want to jinx it, but I have a date set now for uh, an interview. It's going to be a remote interview because unfortunately I don't have time to fly to Singapore, but it's going to be with a chef in Singapore who has as a history uh, seven or eight years of legal practice as well. So he practiced law for quite a while. That's giving it a pretty good go, but then ultimately decided to move full-time into the culinary sector. So Really looking forward to that interview. I'm hoping to be able to share it with you fairly soon, but it'll be a couple of weeks in any event, I suspect. All right, so that is what is coming up on the program. And now, looking at the clock, I really do have to run for the ferry because there are a few things worse, at least in the realm of commuting, than missing the ferry and having to sit there for two hours and wait for the next one. I am getting to know the menu pretty well at the Troller in Horseshoe Bay. If there are any other BC Ferries commuters out there who have recommendations for the beer list or the menu at the Troller in Horseshoe Bay, please write in and let me know. In any case, in the meantime, 
While I'm running for the ferry, please take a moment to rate the show. You can give Chef Demoni a star rating. And if you have a few more minutes, please take the time to do a written review. I would really appreciate either or both of those. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or on many of the other podcast apps. Also, please subscribe to the show. That way you're going to be sure to get every new episode as it comes out. I'm really trying to be consistent and put out episodes on Friday morning. I'll do my best to stick to that schedule. And if you subscribe, you'll get them as soon as they come out. And of course, as I've just said, I love hearing from you. So if you've got a comment or a question for the show, or if you know a lawyer or a chef who you think would be an interesting guest please just let me know. You can either message me on Instagram or Facebook or just send me an email to graham at chefdemoni.com. All right, thanks very much for joining me for this latest snack-sized episode. I'll be back in a week right here on Chef Demoni. Chef Demoni.